Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, sitting across from you. Yeah. Living the dream. Here we are. <laughs> Radelaide. For your favourite festival, the Fringe Festival. Oh, isn't it just kicking right off? Well, it's been going a few weeks, but um, kicking off for us today, no less. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when the, this comes out Thursday. Yeah. So the first two shows will be done. Yeah, right. Um, hopefully they're all good. Fuck, I don't know, man. I don't know. What are you doing in yours this year, trapeze? Yeah, magic. Just yeah, starting magic. with magic. Yeah. Uh, move on to juggling um, and, I don't know, finish the usual way. Pong. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and I didn't realise that I'm not just speaking to Luke Heggie anymore, like my mate Luke Heggie. Oh, right. I'm actually Here speaking to Luke Heggie from Triple M. Triple M. Triple M. <laughs> Let's hope this is the start of a long and illustrious relationship <laughs> of me and radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One night only on the wireless. What are you doing? The Danny Lakey show? Yeah, I don't know. Like some yeah. show in Melbourne, night show in Melbourne. Yeah. Night time. No, I see him around the office there. He's oh, yeah. a good bloke. Yeah. Just funny that you're in, finally. It is quite funny. I mean, I've always been afraid of doing something I hate just for money. Yeah. But uh, come no, over, man. Anyway, jump in. Love like it. you say, it's not selling out, it's cashing in. Cashing in. I've got, I got to <laughs> put a caveat on that, though. It's not. It's one night. Mm. I'm on the radio for half an hour, and that's it. Oh, that's from. I thought you were doing the whole. No, I thought man. It was like Danny and Heggy. No, fucking no. Oh. It's like a, it's like a long. You know, I'm co-hosting a show, but for half an hour of his three-hour show, once oh. ever. Well, so with that attitude, basically, stay fuck once. off. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's good. It's good to see nothing's changed. I've. Um, I got here a little bit later than you today and I've walked in to just see you with a bowl of twisties yeah. and an icy cold can of Coke, yeah, somehow defying defying what? all health expectations, <laughs> looking fit, but I only ever see you eat that yeah. or dumplings. Well, yeah, it's, well, I've already had dumplings for the day actually. We'll go get some more after this. Fuck yeah. Um, it's the only way forward. Well, when you're away, it doesn't matter. Like time stands still, a place like Adelaide. <laughs> Calories don't count in the Whatever. sky. <laughs> what goes on tour? Um yeah, man, I've been, you've been on the road too, haven't you? Yeah, I went to Wagga Wagga mm. and Albury. Yeah. 
Two All hot right. spots, Riverina region. Nice one. And uh, the border town, Albury. Didn't go to Wodonga, just Albury. Yeah. Did a gig, for, did Dane Simpson's gigs. Man. Comedian Dane Sick. Simpson. Friend of the show. Fucking ripper gigs at the Q Bar in Wagga in the big nightclub and then in Albury at Beer Deluxe where I had a fried chicken burger before the show and yep. I honestly thought I'd shit my pants on stage. Oh, right. Like I was doing 30 to 35 and if it was a one-hour set, I'd be in trouble. Really? It was yeah. bad burger or just too much? I'm going to say bad, say bad constitution burger. these days. Oh, you know what? I'm blaming the burger. I would have had... Four coffees on that drive, I reckon. Right. And it's only two hours. There you go. Mm. Yeah. I've blamed the straw when yeah. a, there was a bunch of other shit on the camel's back beforehand. <laughs> a lot of coffees. Man, I went to um I went to Parks on the weekend. Yeah. New South Wales town known for the dish. That's and, right. Uh yeah, did a pub gig there with friends of the show, Cam Knight and Sean Woodland. And what a fucking show. Jesus Christ. Sean Woodland? Yeah. Was Woodland on that show? Oh, no, sorry, not Woodland. Who went? Uh, Radburn went on. Chris Woodland Radburn. pulled out like a fucking loser. Did he? Uh, Chris Radburn. Not a friend of the show, but maybe will be one day. I can't. Top bloke, good I act. can't see Woodland pulling out of gigs. Well, no, he had to. He had some other gig the Friday no. night, 100 kilometres away, and they said, oh, you can't do two. So close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly everyone's going to see you at one and then not come to the other, so that would be the case anyway. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, he, he had to pull out. So that's why I was on and uh, just got – Yelled at the whole time. Like you got solid. heckled. I got heckled. I got a fair bit of silence. They didn't really understand what the fuck was going on with me. Mm. Cam went them and they appreciated that, getting bullied. It's never good, is it, in a crowd when you're doing no. stand and the little bit of crowd work of shutting people down is like met with, yeah, that's oh, what we hear. They for. loved crowd work. The other two did crowd work and it went well. Right. And I don't like it. No. Not a crowd worker. No. Never been up for it and they didn't fucking appreciate it. And these two people were heckling so hard the whole fucking night, Cam was ropeable. At the end he goes, let's go get some eggs because they owned, <laughs> they owned the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> so we went around to all the late night like servos and that looking for eggs. None of them had eggs. What I'm waiting for Cam Knight to do is accept that he's a rage-filled man. Yeah. And be that on stage. <laughs> oh, he fucking was on Saturday night. Was he? Oh, yeah. Right. It's great. It was, yeah, he would, have, he would have flogged someone happily. Fuck yeah. And then as I was going, I believe I was on the phone with you. You were driving back from your gig, middle of the night, and I saw this a disturbance outside. I didn't tell oh, you this. Oh, that's right. I heard this, I'll fucking kill you, cunt. You were, a bit, you were sleeping above the, above the pub. Yeah. What a room. <laughs> Mine didn't have any punch holes in the walls. The others all did. Wow. Radburn and Cam's had, had fist marks in the walls. Mine was the deluxe room. Um <laughs> And uh, I heard the that. soap, the great. Did it just have the country style square soap? Oh yeah, on the end of the bed soap. with the yeah 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 with the, the towel uh, rolled up and the four thread count sheets. Yeah, someone yeah. else's hair pre-installed on the sheets. Perfect. Um, just as you like it. <laughs> Prima donna. Poked my head out the window. Couldn't see anything. But then the promoter who drove us all there said the next morning the stir- the disturbance was him getting chased back to the pub by some by six teenage hooligans. With skateboards and scooters and what have you. Wow. Yeah. And they're yelling out, I'll fucking kill you, cunt. So that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Proper Australia. I'm never getting bashed by someone with a scooter. Yeah. There's no <laughs> fucking way. I'll go down. I don't know, man. Like from, I'll, I'll die, but I yeah. won't get bashed by him. No, from behind with a scooter. <laughs> Two of his mates perhaps. But having said that, I don't want to, I don't want to disparage Parks. The, the, the pub owner was a great bloke. Yeah. It was really, yeah, it was good. But the cafe owner was a cunt. Yeah, total. He's got some eggs coming. Total. Shoes off. 
wine straight from the bottle during the gig, sitting on the couch. Mm. No one stopped him, whatever. So, you know. Another nanny State, nanny State hasn't now. moved in out there. Oh, fuck no. I, mm. um, I flew in today. This is the first time I've flown somewhere this year. Mm. It's great. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm yeah, flying anyway. Flew oh, right, back okay. from Brisbane last year. Yeah. Um, at the end of last year, but just haven't haven't been anywhere. Yeah, man. I got on the plane, and this dude, I showed him my boarding pass, had a mask on, and he looked at the name. He goes, "Oh, Luke. Yeah, love your work. I hope. Um, oh, this sounds like a fucking brag. Sorry. It is. Goes, I hope there's no. <laughs> it's a massive. Brag. It's starting like that. <laughs> um, it's a direct quote. I'm I didn't know you flew up. Rex. And he goes, like you. "Rex flight attendants." <laughs> Hopefully nothing fucking goes wrong on this flight for you for a, for an episode. I said, no, I don't know. We'll see about that. Maybe we'll instigate one. Listens to the show. Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. Did you get his name? No. Oh, you can't. One well, job. No, I didn't. Oh no. Sorry. Well, if he knows who he is, he knows. He's a virgin flight attendant. Oh, obviously top bloke with very good taste in comedy. Well, none of them said hi to me today, so fuck them. Back to Qantas. Um, Man, we've uh, we should get stuck into this app, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've got um. Don't forget the Adelaide Fringe Festival live show this Saturday. Oh yeah. No telling what Adelaide people will do, and we might quarter fill a room. Don't know. We've Who got, knows? Well, you can only half fill it thanks to the Fringe Festival. Oh yeah. Government said seventy five percent all right, and the Fringe Festival said oh, fifty. We're, we're scared. Yeah, we're even better people than you're telling us to be. Yeah. And I've gone one further. On one of my shows is only twenty five percent full. Oh yeah. So I've done that for the safety of others. Put a cap on it. Good on you. Some <laughs> comedians got... do that their entire career just for safety's sake. <laughs> we got Adelaide this Saturday. Next weekend, Brisbane. The two shows have sold out, but we may be adding seats. I think they they've pulled out the fucking measuring tape up there in Queensland. They're yeah. trying to break a few rules. Yeah. Which you know. <laughs> If you're Me- on the meters are different of, up there. Square yeah. meterage is very different in Queensland. If you're on the wrong end of the crime, it's bad news. But if you're selling tickets or you want to get to a show oh, and you hadn't bought tickets yet, hot diggity. Yeah. How good. Uh, two shows there. Then we've got three in Melbourne, uh, midflightbrawl.com for all the info. Um, if this sounds a bit different, it's because we recorded the episode at a different time and now we're in an apartment in Adelaide. Enjoy. All right. So uh, our hero this week is none other than John Michael Moody II. And yet again, don't Seppos fucking love this legacy naming <laughs> business. It's like Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, for mm. example. Even better than the first somehow. That's how they operate, your mates. Mate, you say it's a Seppo thing, but your son Luke and your daughter Luketta would breathe. <laughs> the second Esquire. Maybe you've gone for the legacy thing as well. Um, so John Michael Moody too. he's... Uh, He's gone to the University of Mississippi and become a practicing lawyer in 1990, according to the Board of Professional Responsibility of the Supreme Court of Tennessee. And uh, what he's done is, if you can cast your mind back to June the 12th, 2007. Certainly can. He's hopped on a Southwest flight from Indiana to Jacksonville. Go Jaguars. (laughs) Don't they love that too? Yeah. Love the Jags. That would have only been around. When did we go back? 2007. Yeah. Mate, I think they went all right that year. I think they made the playoffs. I was in. Um, Listen to you. No, I was in Pittsburgh. Um, I was in Pittsburgh and they played the Steelers in a playoff game and Pittsburgh lost. What are we talking about here? Like, what What do they play? Gridiron. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
and the Steelers lost and the whole fucking city just shut down. Well, they just shut. Everything just shut. And Pittsburgh, it got real sad real quick. 2007, they won the wild card playoffs at the Steelers 31 to 29. There you go. And did the Pittsburgh, they go and flip cars over and stuff? Or they just went home, went to bed? Just went home. But it really felt like there was a, like a big lever in the city centre, just boom, just powered down. Yeah. Quite sad. I think it was a last-minute field goal or something. Pretty grim. Almost as if sport's really important. <laughs> so he's on uh, John, Mo- John Michael Moody the second. He's on uh, Southwest, the world's largest low-cost carrier, and fair enough. I don't mind them. Have you been on them? No, I have not. They're, man, they're actually fine. Like When you say low-cost, I always picture like a Jetstar or a Tiger. Yeah. But every time I fly in Southwest, they seem better than that. Oh, okay. Well, that's the uh, the American service system maybe pandering to the likes of you, letting you know that you're special, as is every customer, and correct at everything. Um, not once, but twice, a hole has just appeared in the fuselage of a Southwest plane. Oh. 2009 and 2011. Just a hole. There you go. Oh. Masks get deployed. Hold on. 2009 and 2011. Yeah. 9-11. Oh. Fucking hell, think about it, dude. Yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? Connect the dots. Yeah, plane got down safely both times and everyone just had a laugh and they keep going. I love that shit. How sick of planes. There was that um that United Airlines flight, Denver to Honolulu or something. A fair few people sent us a video of it on uh, at Midflight Brawl on Instagram yeah. where the engine just decided to fucking explode. Yeah, the heroic pilot got them down. So what else is he going to do? <laughs> Like he's not going to run down and have a look. Less focus on the heroic pilot, more focus on the fucking lazy engineer on the yeah. ground. What was that cunt doing? <laughs> not checking stuff, obviously. Unless it was a bird strike. Do you think a bird strike could cause that? That was a big fire. Does that happen? What happened? Uh, suffers engine failure, scatters debris over Colorado. Yeah. There you go. Somebody got a free fan blade in the backyard. Do you reckon like a ground crew just chucked a fag butt into the engine while he's <laughs> chucking bags in there? And fuck it, that's probably out. What's the worst thing that can happen? Bang. Who knows now? Like, I love flying and they always say it's the safest thing, but all I ever see on the news is more job cuts in an airline. Yeah. And that can't be good. That's not, if there's still the same amount of flight attendants handing out drinks and sangers, there's somebody on the ground that doesn't have a job anymore. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's all aesthetics. And personally, I'd rather just get a Coke from the fucking machine at the back of the plane if they yeah. put one in there. <laughs> in um, March 2011, a pilot on a Southwest plane accidentally broadcast a conversation with the first officer and uh, future you with a hot mic episode. Oh, no. What did he say? Well, he was deriding gay. Or she. That was a bloke this time, believe it or not. Um, He was deriding gay, overweight, and old flight attendants. Bit of a traditionalist. Um, Wow. Yeah. Many incidents, in fact, that may lead, may feature in our future. I'm not sure. You know what I don't like about Southwest, though? They're a big fan of the, um, like, singing singing a message for the passengers. What? There's a lot of that. Like a hostess, get on the tannoy and start singing. Yeah. Like grade one. Happy, you know it, clap your hands. Singing is definitely the gift that God has given me. Music expresses love. I truly believe that that's what I was born to do. 
to make a difference. And thank God he is using me to be the difference. So that's the flight attendant being interviewed about her singing that. God. Oh, man. Music oh, is man. universal, you know, and thank God I'm able to work for a company that allows me to sing. We don't take it lightly. People are losing their lives with this virus that's going on, but I refuse to let this get me down. Well, yeah, singing, best way to spread it. Um, Belt out happy birthday. I'll tell you what, I don't, I, that's something I can't fucking cop, like people just showing off their vocal range by jazzing up a simple sing-along children's song with just just over the top. Everyone thinks they're fucking Mariah Carey. Yuck. You know, they're my mates. Your mate. The Americans, I love them. But that country has to, they butcher songs the most, starting with their own national anthem. Oh, yeah. Someone will come out and add a few. Yeah. Just leave it. Fuck yeah. It's already brilliant enough. I think they're told to fill in an extra 30 seconds on a song. Yeah, yeah, I got this. I've got four octaves worth of 30 seconds of filler for the last note of this fucking song. Jesus Christ. You know, um, I'd much rather the pilots come out and just brag about their past flight, their past flying experience. <laughs> just get on and go. I was in the fucking first Gulf War, cunts. I don't care if there's a few clouds around here. We're going to smash through them. Yeah. Everything's going to be sweet. Yeah. That would instill a bit more fucking respect, I would think. The um the sort of born to entertain attitude that one hundred percent of Americans have, um, <laughs> s- some people find a little grating. <laughs> TV ready, out of the womb, with those teeth already in, oh, yeah. already fake implants drilled in. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon they could do that to a fetus. Just get fake stuff already on the fetus in case you know someone has one born, just goes yuck. Where are the big horse teeth? Already there. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so this plane, right, it's left Indiana and it's heading to uh, Jacksonville, the deep water port of Jacksonville on the banks of the St. John's River. And they, don't they have some interesting alumni? Oh, I can only imagine. Jacksonville, Florida would have some classic. Oh, you know who's, you know who's from Jacksonville? No. Largely governors and Republican warlord types, but uh, as well as that, Randy Brinson who is a gastroenterologist and Christian right activist. Um, quite the dichotomy from these southern towns. Also a bunch of Playboy playmates from Jacksonville. So it's always you know, one extreme and the other from southern American towns. Mm. Like this southern bell shit and then there's God and, you know, you don't get any rights like men telling you how things are from behind a judge's desk with a gavel in their hand types, and you're famous for that. Man, I must say, up in uh, up in Queensland on the way to the sunny coast, I thought I'd see big billboards for kombucha and yeah. uh, goji berries and stuff, but it was a lot of just Christian, Christian radio and big church, sort of like mega church type signs. Yeah. I love it up there. Oh, they're the only ones who've got enough money to pay for a billboard on the side of the Bruce Highway next to the big cow. Christian radio. Yeah. Oh, they're pulling in some serious bucks. Didn't we see a Hillsong Theatre the other day? Where were we? Melbourne. Yeah. Hillsong just commandeer theatres now. Yeah, that was on Collins Street. I believe they were using the Athenaeum for a bit, but then they've got Festival Hall. I think they paid like 20 million bucks or something for Festival Hall. They own it. In Melbourne, yeah. Sick. Well, the Dendy <laughs> in Brisbane, no longer Dendy. Yeah. It's the Hillsong Theatre. That's on Queen Street. It's fucking massive, that thing. Yeah. Oh, 
Did I tell you I got tricked? Did I tell you when I was in Brisbane I got tricked by Christian Radio? No. Or what, like a gotcha call? No. <laughs> I never answer my phone. If I don't know the number, if it's not you or my wife or my dad, I don't fucking answer. Oh, yeah, it's Johnsy getting Cody in the morning. <laughs> Mate, I just got your dad on the line. He's, uh, he's saying you're a fuckhead. <laughs> and then imitate your dad. <laughs> Timeless. I think they're illegal now. What, gotcha calls are illegal? Or they've got to be pre-recorded and then the person has to allow it to be played. Which is absolute lunacy to let that get played. Yeah, some nanny state bullshit. It's like blowing .07 or something. Go, yeah, you can put this on TV. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Man, exactly what I was going to say. But airport security. Oh, yeah. Fucking tw- 20 kilos of heroin in the arsehole. Yeah. Man, I wouldn't sign off. <laughs> Blew my face. Nobody needs to know. I'm shitting out a lot of water balloons with the horse in there. Um, but I, was just, I was driving up to the sunny coast. I'm just trying to find the aerial on the on the Parker's 90, 2005 Hyundai Elantra. No good. Yeah. So when uh, the main stations dropped down, I was flicking around. I heard these young guy, young girl talking, and it sounded a bit Triple J-like. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought, well, I'll keep this on for a bit. At least it's something. And they were talking about clothes shopping, and the guy said, "I'm too old now. I need to, I need to make some younger friends that can take me clothes shopping, so I know if something's actually cool or not because I've just got no idea." Yeah. And the girl said, "Yeah, that's why I keep my young friends around to help me out." And they sort of laugh. It's a bit of just pointless banter. Yeah. And I thought, hold on, they're going to go to a song here. And he said, yeah, I need those nice clothes because you've got to look good in church on a Sunday. And she's like, you sure do. Then it was like, light FM. And then a rock song where the Lord was mentioned immediately. Yeah. Got me. What an absolute scourge on my childhood that a couple of bands I used to like and they turn out to be Christian. Mm -hmm. Like sort of you become a teenager and you go, what the? Oh, fucking hell, man. This is, I thought it was pretty good sort of music. Isn't there, there's a Hillsong band. Gangs of Youth? Yeah, Gangs of Youth, Hillsong. Yeah, you you walked out the front quite dusty after we recorded the little Dum Dum Club podcast, mm. and when you spotted the Hillsong sign, that was your first. Yeah, Gangs of Youth are them. Well, they're probably in it. Although, uh, word on the street is they've quit Hillsong because they found a middleman who takes slightly less of a cut. I would think. Um, <laughs> so, so I was looking at Jacksonville people, right? And I had a gander down because I know this is a particular point of interest for you, the list of sports stars from Jacksonville FL. And I did not see one name I recognised. You probably would, being that you're obsessed with sports from the home of the fucking brave MLB. Your mate. Yeah. MLB, NFL, etc. MLB, I won't know, but NFL. What is MLB? Baseball. Major League Baseball. But then right near the bottom, I thought, oh, hang on, hold the phone. Here's one. It's only... Actress, model, former WWE professional wrestler, former WWE Divas champion, Kelly Kelly. That's her name. Do you mean this Kelly Kelly? The following contest is set for one fall, and it is for the Divas Championship. And for the first time in her young career, Kelly Kelly will battle for a title. From Jacksonville, Florida, Kelly Kelly. What a big night for Kelly Kelly. <laughs> That's, yeah. What a sport. How good is that 
the fake song. Oh, just a stock pop song. Although, who knows? When I was a kid, I had I had no idea that the wrestlers' songs weren't real songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they've been made up for that wrestler. Yeah. Bit of Stone Cold. Remember Stone Cold? Like- Yeah, it's just stock music off a program, isn't it? You just buy for a couple of bucks, little riff. Is that correct? Hers is particularly shit. It sounds oh, like a like terrible. an LD, LD Destiny's Child. Yeah. The following contest is set for one fall, and it is for the Divas Championship. Yeah. And for the first time in her young career, Kelly Kelly <laughs> will battle for a title. From Jacksonville, Florida. You know what I can't get over? I love a I love a ring announcer, Bruce Buffer. Yeah. The the voice of the UFC octagon when he's introducing people, the way uh he enunciates the names and it, there's a lot of fucking hype behind it, but he gets them all right. This person fucks up Kelly Kelly. Hear how she said it. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. Oh man, oh, she's <laughs> Kelly. Kelly's got that song. She's got the whole song. Like, there's a video clip of the whole song. Oh wow! Which I watched, and it's terrible. It's like a just a highlights reel with the entire song. Yeah, I was trying to pull out something useful out of it, but there was nothing. Um, didn't Bruce Buffer introduce you and your budgies five odd years ago? Mm-hmm. Certainly oh, did. Sick. It's pre cameo, cameo sort of thing, mate. Pre, yeah, pre. Pre cameo, I'll see if I can find it on the old uh, on the old laptop here. On the topic, good news for cameo users. David Hasselhoff is on it. Oh, perfect! On an ad saying he'll do literally anything. Really? Yeah. Jesus, I'll take you behind the scenes in Night Rider, Baywatch. I'll do anything. <laughs> American dream. <laughs> Except get old gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that wrestling shit. Though, I've I've never watched that stuff till just the last couple of days. And they're they're in a fight, right? Yeah. These these women, all the evidence suggests they're planned to be in one. And they don't even tie up their hair. Man, if I were planning on being in a fight and I'd have I had long hair, I'd fucking shave it off. One less thing they can hurt me with. Not them. Yeah, there's a lot of hair pulling. Is there? I can only imagine. Yeah. Some of them even put hair extensions in. By the looks of things, you go, that can't help. What, so you can pull off the extension? Can you pull off a hair extension? Like you pull someone's hair and just half of it comes off? I've never tried it. I don't fight that group. Every time I've done it, it just comes out at the roots. I've obviously <laughs> never done it to someone who's got extensions. I'd have half a fistful of hair. <laughs> or maybe they've got the hair extension so it gets pulled and they could just drop their, like a skink's tail. Oh, uh, yeah. I could fuck off under the ropes, get yeah. out of there. <laughs> and look. Look shocked and appalled as they walk backwards up the ramp. Oh, yeah. And the person's in the ring staring them down. <laughs> <laughs> the bold and the beautiful style stare. Yeah. <laughs> two minutes. Um, anyway, so we're on Southwest, right? John Michael Moody, too. He's boarded the flight and immediately he's opened up. The first thing he said was, Where's the gay section? I assume he was told, you know, hey, John Michael II, it's 2007. They're not segregated anymore, even on planes. Crazy. Is this a bigot 
or a gay guy just looking for a bloody great time in the sky? I think more the latter from what I could gather. Yeah. Although none of the articles I read were crass enough to point out which way. So that's what makes me think it's that mm. uh, rather than a bigot. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> um, they'd, they'd made it to their seats and started drinking booze that John Michael too brought with him. Um, Fuck. So with the extra Dutch courage, J.M. Moody Esquire II has started groping a male flight attendant. And uh, I'm sure they just prefer the term flight attendant. Thanks very much, Nick. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the seriousness immediately disappeared as soon as it was apparent the victim was male. Um, I don't know. Have you, you ever been groped? Um, oh, you get the odds like doing gigs and there's that hen's night in and they want a photo afterwards. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not the, I mean, I don't particularly like it from either gender, but it's not something women do that much, I don't reckon. It's um, equal opportunities. They just don't take them. If somebody says a female has groped someone, like you could almost guarantee they have a, a fucking dick straw that they're sipping a cocktail through or a dick on a headband. Yeah. There's a – it's – it's almost always hens party related. Yeah. And I know a bloke who used to be a male stripper and uh, he said hens parties are fucking gross. Well, what else does he do? Like what else does a stripper do if not hens parties? Like where's he working? Yeah, true. Guess it's not, not many corporate lunches. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> That's the fucking gig, isn't it? Although probably more <laughs> successful than I'd be at a corporate lunch just talking. Um. <laughs> I sort of I've been great before in a, like a club or pub sort of thing. I, I was in two minds. Like at first you think oh, I'm going to make this bloke horizontal for a few days, but then you think oh this will get misconstrued as me being the perpetrator of a hate crime. It's fucking treacherous ground. You don't know what to do. Yeah, they got you. Don't fall for it. It's got to take your fucking medicine as a as a, a white straight man. It's been bloody tough to be honest. It's hard to get by. <laughs> So on this plane, right, they've just they've just let this fly for the time being. Moody too was put on a watch and act basis. Well, to be fair, the the other flight attendants were probably still doing the fucking the third act of whatever musical they do before takeoff. Oh yeah. Oklahoma, down the aisles. Haven't <laughs> ever noticed their friend yeah. getting assaulted. <laughs> They're doing a costume change in the day. Yeah. <laughs> we could do the entire Show of Annie in three hours. Let's get started. Incorporate the safety shit into that. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, so, yeah, the flight's only three hours long. So magic hour violence should really just be starting to happen at the baggage carousel in Jacksonville. Not the case. Moody and his mates got a head start. But even so, even though it just started at the start of the flight, they didn't turn around and go back to Indiana at all. They just ploughed on. Oh, that's a shame. That was actually just a recording of one of the Southwest flight attendants yeah. on the return leg. Doing all five parts <laughs> of the Jackson 5s back to Indiana. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, they haven't been retrospectively cancelled, have they? We're still allowed to listen to Jackson 5, aren't we? Pre-Michael growing up. Yeah, this should be fine. He was all right when he was a kid. I think so. Hadn't crossed the line between victim and perpetrator just yet. Yeah. No, you're fine. Early stuff's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what about uh, Southwest, though. One of those airlines that I must say, do they do love a stopover. You are going to get a cheap flight if you want to go in the wrong direction for a bit. Oh, do they? Yeah. You're heading east, but you go west for three hours to get east for one hour. That's like, hey, you're going to LA to San Francisco for 40 bucks. You're like, yeah. fuck, that's unbelievable. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to New York and Chicago first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting on the fucking circle line in London the wrong way. I always find it funnier that more stopovers is cheaper. Oh, you think that's getting your money's worth? No, just from the airline's perspective, it's like you're fucking caning fuel. Oh, yeah. I don't think fuel consumption is their biggest priority. No. From what I can gather. <laughs> I don't think they give a fuck. I've seen them dump. Like they dump thousands of litres of the stuff just to drop someone off in Shannon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, fuck it. We don't want this guy anymore. You ever get that near your house, a few fucking dirty penguins floating up on the beach, covered in some jet fuel because they – that surely dump Sydney Airport right near the beach. Yeah. If you're having a bad time on takeoff or whatever, got, got to get rid of some. Well, I don't go swimming down in Botany Bay, but I reckon you'd float real well. Just, <laughs> just on a slick. <laughs> the, the, slick to slick. <laughs> the Southern Dead Sea. Yeah. As they call it down there in Botany Bay. <laughs> you could nearly walk on that. <laughs> um, Play ice hockey on it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, to me, it's like live, when I used to live in Port Melbourne, the spirit of Tasmania take off. Yeah. Go grab your boogie board. It's the only time you're going to see waves. Yeah. But also, I think that can't be fucking great water. Oh, disgusting. Do people actually do that? They get in the wake. Swim in there? Yeah. Yeah, you can swim in swim at Port Melbourne. No, I mean behind the spirit. Like, do people jump on their jet ski or their surf ski and go behind it? Well, there's people out on jet skis all the time. Yeah. A Melbourne jet skier is a weird unit. Oh, for sure. Much like a... Uh, a a Brisbane River jet skier? Well, bit different. You don't need an extra 10 millimetres of, of wetsuit in Brisbane and you fit in pretty well. I don't know. Surely it's clear. You want to be on nice water jet skiing. Yeah, you do. But then, like, it's. It, I'm more surprised that there are some in Melbourne, although I shouldn't be, the great paradox of your city <laughs> with uh, <laughs> the arts hub of probably the world and yet they're still getting in blackface and... Um, you know, fucking jet skiing near the beach. Seems mad to me. It's an interesting spot, isn't it? Should be all latte <laughs> sippers from what I heard on the comedy traps. Makes you think, doesn't it? So, anyway, the Moody Three, JM and his mates, they're obviously sitting near the Dunnies and uh, his advances on the flight attendant were rebuffed many times. Stop it, sir, etc. I assume. This prompted John Michael to unleash a profane tirade uh, against the attendant. That's not my words. Profane tirade could mean anything in the land of the free where godliness can be interpreted however you want. It's in the Constitution. Scallywag to fuckhead is considered a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say hell. Say the old, what is it? H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gosh darn it. Yeah. Say gosh darn it before you show the video of the kid with the rocket launcher. <laughs> Don't swear. Give off the wrong impression. He's looked down upon. Uh, by God. The, the attendant reminded Moody that there were children on board 
at which point John has spotted a seven-year-old waiting in line for the toilets. So ever the entertainer, JM has jumped up, picked up the kid and said, what? Like this one. Just picked up a strange kid. I'm going to be honest, and this probably does make me a slightly bad bloke, if this guy's super camp doing all this stuff, pretty funny. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, seven-year-olds should be able to tell, shouldn't they? When a big strange man picks him up and goes, no, it's fine. It's all right. If, if just so over the top. If it's quite over the top, I would find it entertaining. Obviously, don't grab the flight attendant. No, good. But the rest of it. Oh, the kid's fine. Oh, if he's swanning around. I know. Yeah, I know. You can get away with an awful lot being camp. Um, but even that, like I know it's 13-odd years ago, but that's a no-no. Even then, you couldn't just go around picking up strangers' kids and waving them around just to win an argument. Those days are long gone, Nicholas, so take care. Um, I, I love sort of like people just like he had to point out that that's a kid. Yeah, yeah, I know, mate. I just said kids. I know what they are. He goes, what, like this? Going for it. Pretty good. And also it's like the flight attendant's being physically assaulted and he said, oi, there's children around. Yeah. It should be stop touching me, cunt. Yeah. I'll fucking <laughs> I'll drop you, not oi. I know you're into assaulting me, but look at this. Somebody under the age of 18 over there. Yeah. They are big on the children of the future as an attitude. Yeah. Um, over there. I, you know you know when people just point out something that's really obvious? So it's one of my favourite things. I was One time, right, I was, playing, I was playing soccer. I was in Bolivia and this hostel owner and I were playing, playing soccer against all the local kids, like the whole, yeah. everyone was there. And I had a ball and... Um, so we're kicking it out, and we, it was like a hostel owner, me versus twenty kids, and um, and there's like there's one Chinese family in the village, as there is in most, and their parents run the um restaurant. Chinese restaurant? Yeah, of course. Bolivian Chinese food, same deal. Did you get in there? Lemon chicken, man. They fucking nailed it. Like <laughs> I've I've not spent any time in China, but I've, I know exactly what to expect. I'm I'm pretty sure it's exactly the same as what we get here: curly parsley, sweet and sour pork balls. <laughs> Uh, sizzling plate coming out with the Mongolian beef. Yeah, everything. Fuck yeah. So there's Bolivian bogans. Yeah, I don't think they, like they've, this would be the only Chinese they'd ever had. Yeah. Food-wise. Um, but this guy, right, the adult, he points at the kid and he's pretty much got his index finger on his nose when he's pointing at him. And he goes, hey, Luke, this kid, he's Chinese. I said, yeah, I know. He goes, no, like this. And he's pulled his eyes to the side. I said, yeah, I know, mate. Like I like, that's how rare it is there. They just don't. He goes, this guy's, can you believe it? He's like this. And just did the, did the pulling the eyes to the sides in front of the Jesus. kids. <laughs> well, that hostel's in trouble now. People are going to figure that out. <laughs> I don't think they are. They don't seem to give a shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, so J.M. J. Moody, right, he's, he's been done and uh, for a felony. Don't they love that oh. as a distinction between crimes? Having a good time. Four months prison. Jesus. Yeah. And then two years supervised freedom. Had to do substance abuse therapy or whatever they're obsessed with there. It's really <laughs> emasculating that, isn't it? A lot of, lot of technicality only alcoholics are forced to do an AA because of one little fuck up, aren't they? Yeah. And I've, I've got a feeling if you turn up to those classes, like I've had mates that, you know, blew .06, and they have to go and do some course, and there's somebody in there, you know, two seats down from them, lost their license for the fifteenth time. Yeah, and they drunk drove into a building, and everyone died. Oh yeah, and it's like, man, what am I doing here? 
I just I got yeah. Sorry, I got a four X gold instead of a no. I've got a four X original instead of a gold. I made a slight mistake. Yeah, and now I'm in here. Tar with the same brush. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's it's you do get lumped in together. A criminal's criminal, and that's it. There is no middle ground, uh, especially in you know the home of the brave. Um, he he was also disbarred, so no longer a lawyer. Oh, bummer. Yeah. That's got to be the worst bit because over there, that's got to cost 200 grand, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, that's get into the, law. Disbarred's the thing that lawyers are most terrified of. Keeps them up at night rather than having a major hand in keeping murderers and the likes on the streets where they can thrive. <laughs> the thing that keeps them up is I could be disbarred one day for doing something wrong. What am I going to tell John Michael Moody the third if he ever comes <laughs> along and Googles me? I'll tell you what, John Michael Moody's dad must be disappointed if he's stopping, like if he's not going to procreate and I don't know brave new world folly dreams but all signs point to there being no John Michael Moody the third thus far yeah um I also I also think though if you're the type of person to name your kid your name you're probably just amazed he arrived at whatever age he got to you know you reckon like the fact that he made it into adulthood I think the opposite I don't think they set massive standards if you call your kid your name and we've got a mate that's done it. <laughs> yes. I've got a few, actually. I find it fucking weird. I don't know. The pressure on – there's a weird pressure on the kid. Yeah, there is, for sure. My wife and I it took so long to think of our son's name because you've surely you've got to weigh up a bunch of different things and look to the future and hope it's – well, the thing you're worried about is that your kid's name one day becomes a bogan name, so you yeah. try and bogan-proof the kid's name and you hope it's a thing that helps them get jobs and you think about all these things and then you realise there's some people that just goes, Nick Jr., yep. done. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start Googling kid names just to see the famous shit ones, you you got no hope. Well, maybe that's what brought on all this stupid name and thing. I'll just start afresh with a brand new one that I've made up because, yeah. you know, for example, we can't say Charlie, there's – there's a Manson, terrible man, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Like you can't. Oh, yeah. You can't have kept every single name. There's been a shit bloke yeah. who's done something bad. So anyway. Probably multiple of them. That's why we went with Adolf. There was only one bad one. Yeah. It's probably been way more shit Steves. Lightning's not going to strike twice there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Way more shit Steves than Adolf's. Um, punch above his weight. According to the JAX Daily Record, J-A-X Daily Record, 12 lawyers were disbarred in Jacksonville around that time. How many for pills, like oxys? Oh, none. Oh. Like the 11 of them for exactly the shit that you would guess, just ripping off clients, misappropriating funds, starting trust in dead people's names, usual stuff, boring. Mm-hmm. Um, only our man has a blue-collar tick to his crime. And funnily enough, Harshest penalty of all of them by a fucking mile. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. One bastard stole 25 million us dollars. And uh, he didn't do four months in the slammer like our John Michael. Not at all. Carry on. What did he have to do? Just have a look at the culture in the workplace? Oh, no, he did get disbarred, but, you know, whatever. That's enough. 25 mil, change your name, start up again, land of opportunity. Don't need to go to work as a lawyer. Yeah. If you've got $25 million, bar me from all work, cunt. I'm sorted. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, anyway, that's the tale of John Michael Moody too. 
Love to see what he's going to do in the future. Not much, I wouldn't think. <laughs> John, John Michael Moody the second. Well, odds are there's not going to be a third, so it ended at number two. That's unfortunate. Good run though for the John Michael Moody's. Same as anything. Like if any franchise finishes at number two, everyone's happy. Yeah. Rocky two, that would have pulled that up easily. Yep. Terminator two, Godfather two. Yeah. Done. Don't worry about it. Don't do a third. Sorted. Flogging the dead horse. Mid-flight brawl episode two. Yeah. We would have clocked it, but we just fucking <laughs> had to keep going. And we are. We're on the road. Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, midflightbrawl.com for tickets. Midflight brawl at Patreon and bloody on Instagram. Get around us. Um, that's it for another week. Yeah, man. He's a good grub. He was a fun grub. Oh, yeah. I like those episodes. Yeah, he's a fabulous grub. Yeah. Pinch on the ass and a grab a kid. Lift him up in the air. Everyone's having a laugh. I do what you want. Just think about rainbows and I'll do what I like. It's not a headbutt the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got gigs coming up, of course, Heggy. Damn straight. On the road right now, lukeheggy.com. And likewise, you know, same sort of thing. Of course, nickcody.com.au. All the dates are up there. lukeheggy.com. At heggyluke on Instagram. At the nickcody on Instagram. You heard all the other things. Fuck, that's enough info, I reckon. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Boy. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.